Recorded live. Good evening, everyone. Um, welcome to Power Prayer Ministry, where there is power in prayer, and where there is prayer, there is power. And I want to just thank God for everybody that's here. And, uh, and you know the Lord is so awesome. And, and I want everybody today, you know, um, I, I know many of y'all might have had a, um, maybe a good weekend, awesome weekend, okay weekend, or your weekend might possess some troubles. But I just want everybody, for the next hour, just put your mind on the Lord. Don't put your mind on me. Don't put your mind on on your problems or someone who almost ran you off the road or somebody said something bad about you. But just focus on the Lord <clears throat> this day. And does everyone hear me fine? Amen. Amen. And I, and I just want everybody to just focus. You know, um. Uh, you know, when you can, repent for lying. You know, a lot of times we lie out of fear or out, in, and we, sometimes we do it naturally, and uh, we over-exaggerate. But I want everybody to work on that because, you know, exaggerating or over-exaggerating is a form of lying, and a lot of people don't don't realize that. You know, they say, well, I thought it seemed like that. But when a person go out there and say, "Oh my goodness, they just this this they just lie," so um, you know we and then uh, a lot of times, you know, people lie out of fear, and it's bad. You know, uh, I remember um, growing up, you know, the elders uh, or elder people and some your parents, auntie, some of them they they whoop us or some of them you know, abused us. And sometimes we're alive so we don't get that that, that that whooping or beating or whatever. And through life, uh, we fear getting fired. We fear of getting embarrassed. And we lie. Uh, we we don't want a person to know that we are, are less than. You know, if people think we are a bad boy, uh, if you're a bad, and I'm a bad girl, you know, we allowed to keep that image so good and well. Some of us ain't fought, had a fight a day in our life. So we need to repent for that, you know. Uh, you know, men, and, and many of y'all made promises to God, and we lie. You know, say, God, you get me out of this. I promise I'll serve you as long as I live. Lord, I'll be the church every Sunday. Lord, I, I promise you I'll pray. I'll pray. You won't have no problem with me now after a week or so. We go back to what we normally do. Mm. And I want everybody to stop making New Year's resolutions. You know, unless you keep, uh, if you're good with keeping New Year's resolution, don't do not do a New Year's, New Year's resolution. You know my New Year's resolution every year? I say, Lord, thank you for blessing me to live last year. Uh, Lord, thank you. Lord, I pray that I, I will improve in the things of you, you know. And um, I want everybody to just work on that. Repent for lying, because we all did. I'm not going to sit here and um, and say otherwise. But we, we just need to repent sometimes. I don't want to hear that. Well, okay, fine. Because if you don't hear it now, you sure won't hear it 
when a, when God gonna open those great books in heaven, you know, say, Oh, you was lying this, you're lying that. So I want everybody to repent on your person time. You don't you don't you know, I um I don't tell about it. I need you to repent right now. I need your first name. No, do that on your personal time. I'm not here to embarrass embarrass anyone. I'm not here to embarrass. But we all did it. So I'm still doing it. You know, uh, there's some things we just need to come real about. But uh, I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to be honest. Um, I visited a church about a couple weeks ago. Sometimes I visit churches. And my my heart was saddened when I went to visit a church. And I looked around and, you know, what, you know what really hurt hurted me? And and any other time it wasn't bothering me. But what really hurted me, you walk in a church and people are not friendly. And that really hurted me. You walk in a church and hardly nobody greeted greeted me. Uh, and uh, the person that didn't greet me, he was a drummer of the church. Now, you're a drummer of the church. You should be, at least speak. And um, the pastor, he he's a good man of God. But his wife didn't speak. Uh, and I watched the urshers, and maybe one or two urshers actually spoke. <laughs> I say, Lord, I say, you know, if this man of God wanted church to increase, you know, something so simple can push people away. You know, uh, and it, it bothered me. I say, when a person visits a church, they ought to be friendly. You know, and I say, Lord, I don't know why it bothered me. I say, you know, one body was a sinner. And a sinner didn't know the things of God coming to church. And they witnessed what I was witnessed. They, they probably will walk out of stayed and won't come back. So, just thinking about it, and I just want to tell everybody, it don't hurt to be friendly. It don't hurt to smile. Um, just a simple smile. And, you know, don't be afraid to smile. Don't be afraid to be friendly. And that is the most important thing. Um, some of y'all are going to go and minister on your own. But make sure you have some urchins or greeters. Make sure they're very friendly. Because that's going to be a difference of a person so being getting saved or a person staying lost forever. Just being friendly. Speak. Speak. Be friendly. Say hi. Don't hurt. Say hey. It don't hurt. Now, sometimes I don't say hi to everybody. You know, if I know a person, they always grouch and grumpy. It is like, oh, Lord, I got to deal with this. Because, you know, they grouch and grumpy, grump, or grump. 
you know, you always kind of steer around. You're like, oh, I don't want to deal with that. And I kind of steer around that. And I say, people say, but you, you're a crazy people. But just imagine somebody grumpy. You, you'll stay away from them. I don't care if it's your mother, father, your grandparents. I don't care if it's your spouse. I don't care if it's your children. Yet. You stay away from grumpy people. You know, that boy, that girl don't even come. They, every time I see it, like they take a whole block around me not to speak to me because of your spirit. Even a person with the most kind of spirit can't tolerate that for too, for too long. So I want everybody, if you witness about Jesus Christ, or you part of an Ursha greeter or leader of the church, smile and speak. It doesn't hurt. It won't take but five seconds. Say, hey, how you doing? And smile. Because that person, see, you never know that one person you bring to Christ, that one person can bring their whole family to Christ. They say, oh, this church is so friendly. I want y'all to come to this church. Oh, they are, they are so friendly. They, so we all religious, religious stuck up. Mm. Oh, the preacher, hurry up. I got my, I, I, I'm i hungry. I got my reservations at uh, Outlaw State House. I got my, my reservation at Long Range State House. I hope this preacher hurry, uh, hurry up. I'm hungry. I don't know why they're looking over here. I ain't speaking. But we, we need to change that. Because the Lord is judging us. I want everybody. If you don't have to be a leadership of a church. But when y'all get visitors, just say hi. How you doing? God bless you. Because I went and visit a church, and I say, oh, my goodness, Lord. I don't even like this, this environment. <laughs> you know, um, I'm I'm guilty, but if I go in the store, and the cashier's rude, and, uh, you know, the atmosphere. I won't go to that store for a while. I remember I used to go to a Walmart, and I stopped going to Walmart. Now, from my understanding, they got a big raise, you know, whatever. And all the people are friendly. I mean, wow. So it, um, even places, if the security guard rude, I won't go there. So, you know, uh, many of you all that's going into business on your own are desire to go in business, or whether you're going to be a real estate agent or a loan officer, or you're going into whatever business you're in, smiling, hey, how you doing, can bring multi-millions to your business. Because I'm going to tell you all this. You know, people say, oh, social media is taking over. Oh, nah, you can talk through a computer. That's fine. That's cute. Eventually, you're going to have to hear a voice. Eventually, eventually you're going to have to see a face. So I want everybody focus on being a little friendly and watch God. I have my moments. 
They taught me a lesson. Say, wow. Something so simple can draw people away from your ministry or draw them towards your ministry. And then if you find a, a church that's full of grumpies and bitter and hateful people, you got to say, what's in the head of that church? But regardless, you can make a change by smiling and saying, hey, how you doing? Amen? Amen. Amen. Don't, y'all, y'all, y'all got quiet on me, so I just want to tell everybody, don't hurt to be friendly. It don't hurt. Mm-mm. And even when you witness the people, don't don't be arguing. You have if, if you don't believe in Jesus, you're going to hell. Mm. You know they say, well, well, ma'am, sir, I'm just going to leave this with you. And God bless you. It's no hard feelings. Amen. See, I'm going to tell y'all this. When when you're too aggressive trying to shove Jesus down somebody's throat, you ain't oh. gonna get nowhere. Amen. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I was at a place, and where I work, we're not required to show our driver's license. That's why they gave us ID badges. So this one particular company said, we need your driver's license. We need to write your driver's license number down. I said, no, I cannot do that. Well, other other uh, other employees do it. I said, that's their business. But um, due to data breaches, my company is not allowed for us to show our driver's license. That's why I gave us ID badges. I didn't count the numbers off the ID badges. A lady got nasty. I said, ma'am, it's okay. It's your policy. I understand. It's no hard feeling. So another lady got a little crunk. I said, it's no problem. That's our rules. I respect your rules. But another, your other driver said, yeah, but they already told us if, if we get into any identity breaches what due to our driver's license, they they are not going to pay for it anymore, you know, if it's some dealing with the company. So they got all been out of shape. But I remain calm, and they said, oh, I understand, sir. I say, it's no harm, sir. I respect your rules and policies. See, at one time, about two years ago, I'll be honest, that's, that's done. Nobody want to show your driver's license and, all this stuff, you just, I just, I, I didn't see, but God, the Holy Ghost say, son, that's their policy. That's it. It's your policy. I respect your policy. If your policy want me to wear long pants, that's, that's your policy. If your policy uh, don't want me to have any type of hair on my face, that's your policy. I respect it. You know, and you got it, and, and, and you all, when you're witnessing about Christ to, your pe- to people, your family members, just say, I understand, I know that you've been hurt, but I'm just going to leave this, this uh, pamphlet with you or this track with you. And just have a blessed day. There's no hard feelings. You don't have to make a decision. And I'm going to pray for you. You have any prayer requests? And the first thing, they say, oh, I pray I need more money. <laughs> I'm like, I'll pray for it. So we, it is like Jesus was gentle. Jesus had his moments, he had to, you know, uh, chasing people, you know, had to deal with them. But it's time out trying to be hard and rough. You know, uh, our approach has to be different. 
Oh, he's just weak. He just weak. And you got you got to tell these folks they're going to hell. No. Some people know they they going to go that direction. They don't change. But we need to change our approach. Even You know, even the Holy Ghost said, the way y'all talk to the Lord, y'all have to change our approach. When you talk to God, change your approach. God can destroy our bodies, and so God can destroy this whole earth in less than a second. He can just vaporize it, and boom, everybody's dead. But, but some of us talk to God like you talk to your husbands or your boyfriends or your you you talk you talk to God like you talk to your ex wife or your ex girlfriend or, or your wife. The Holy Ghost say, change your approach. Yeah, we go to the throne boldly. Father, Lord, I thought you was somebody. Lord, you almost embarrassed me. What kind of Lord God you is? Lord, you told you told me to go up there and I'm gonna get my car, and you lied to me, Lord. All this oh. so crazy talking. Oh. People talk crazy to the Lord. Y'all don't believe that? Some of y'all know somebody. Yeah. But the Holy Ghost said, y'all, y'all stop it. Some of y'all, y'all better stop it. Because mm-hmm. you're going to get a visitation from the Lord, and it's not going to be pretty. You're you going to get a death angel that's going to take you right up to the Lord. Mm-hmm. People, because we got to realize, we got to be real with yourself. You know, sometimes when I'm going to be honest with everybody, when I'm, you know, sometimes we go to the left. We waver sometimes. Sometimes I say, oh, I say, oh, I didn't get my act right. No good and well. Lord, I ain't prayed in a couple of days. Uh, I, ain't, I ain't reading my word. I need to get back on track. Lord, I found myself t- uh, talking another conversation. You know, you know, you have a conversation and you have another conversation that you usually won't be involved in. And it is like I was talking about sports, and, and it was cool. But the guy started veering in talking about strip club, and I was like, "Okay, let me go, Larry. Uh, we we gonna we just now. Nah, you don't gotta go." I said, "Yeah, I go. Yeah, I can talk y'all. Yeah, that's that's grown folks stuff. I say that in a minute. When somebody about to see, I say, "You grown folks. That's grown. Oh, we just talking about location. I say, "Well, it, it's amazing. You switched from football to sports, and then you went to a strip club, and." Oh. and and uh, well, I, it, we were just saying we had a good time with the weekend. I say, yeah, but I say, I'm going to go. You don't know, want to hear about that. I say, look, when I was in the world, I didn't go to one, and I'm saved. I'm still not going to one. I say, I, I, I don't feel any, you know, I respect everybody. I say, that's just me. I say, I just don't care to hear it because it's personal. They, y'all grown. I can't handle that. But they they, they, they were confused. Like, what you mean you grown too? You grown, you can handle that. I said, you know, I don't, I don't go to one, so uh, I me sitting here, you know, it don't do me any justice. It don't do me any good. Uh-oh. They look at me crazy. So even when they get to cussing, I just say, oh, I see y'all later. Oh, we weren't cussing at you. We were just, you know, I said, oh no, that's fine. I, I come back around later, or whatever. See, that's, that took years for me to do that. Because you know, I sit there and be laughing, they joking, and they up there clowning and cussing. I tell that, you know, all that fooling me. And, and even though I don't cuss, just being around in that environment, it's not that's good. That's right. It's not good. Even when people got, oh, girl, I, dude, I went off on that. 
you know, it's just not a good environment, and that gets into your spirit. And sometimes when you go to bed, you say, oh, hey, I have dreams because they were talking about that at work. Mm-hmm. So we we have to learn to to steer away from certain things and don't feel bad. Amen. You know, you know, if, if they even women, if women start talking about me, girl, I, oh girl, I will. Ooh, y'all know I do. I say, okay, oh, I ain't know. I'm, I'm gonna go back outside later. So you know, mm-hmm. I, oh no, we weren't talking about nothing. I say, yeah, yeah, I'm talking wrong folks stuff. They're so mm-hmm. all. But you, we have to learn to stay away from that because we have to be so protective mm-hmm. when we receive in our spirit, not to be religious. Yeah, oh, I throw, I'm going to throw this all, y'all, all y'all nasty. I'm going to throw this all on y'all. No, you learn, and eventually people going to come to Christ and say, why are, you, why are you respectful? Why why you don't come around like other preachers and y'all going to hear? I say, I don't have to do that. My actions speak louder than my words. Yeah. You know, I, I believe, you know, and thank God, these people have been saved, you know, uh, since I gave my life to the Lord. But, me acting like them is not gonna bring it to the Lord, and I learn. You go through enough condemnation, not being with Christ. You don't need me to add it. You give people their space, and people will change. I'm gonna tell you this. When I was in the world, and people come to me, son, you need to give your life to the Lord. You know, even my dad. He said, son, you need to give your life to the Lord. You know, you, you, you got a calling on your life. My, my dad ain't. My dad never came to me. Son, you're going to hell if you don't get your life. So my dad was gentle and that. So you better get your life together, you know. God is uh, God is watching you, and we ain't raised you like that. My dad came to me gentle. You know, my mom's another case. Wow, you got to call me. Like, God going to take you up out of here. But the gentleness is what I remember. Because I'm a, I'm a gentle person. I'm not. I, I sometimes get rough, but I have more compassion on people, you know. I don't sit there like, oh, he ought to be ashamed of himself. Like when preachers fall, oh, they what they get, the Lord showed me a dream. Uh-uh. Okay. God shows you. That's nice. That's cute. Well, God was telling you to pray for Everybody on this line, uh-huh. everybody on this line been tempted in some way. Amen. Everybody. That's right. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. It look mm-hmm. like the old folks say. You can still have fire, fire in you in the age of seventy, just like these little twenty year folk, twenty year old youngster. Temptation does not stop. Uh-oh. Now the older you get, you might react a little different. Mm-hmm. But yeah. temptation is the same. So the Lord was saying, don't don't be so quick when uh, um, when Hugh Hefner when he passed away. Mm-hmm. And I thank God I was on a, a prayer line. They used to uh, pray for him. Uh-huh. When he passed away, it 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 hurted me because he lost. You know, even somebody died. I didn't know the man. I never owned a Playboy book in my life or a magazine. Ain't like I had stock in it. But I remember the Lord had the leader, the apostle, that line to pray for him. And it was a reason. His soul. So I, you know, you hear other leaders. Yeah, you know, he going and all this going to here. You don't know what relationship that man had. That man, it was a reason why he, he was a womanizer. David was a womanizer. It, it's be real. It's be real for a moment. David had a problem with women. Mm-hmm. Even to his death, 
when they they say when David was full of years, when he was old, they say well, we we gonna give him a young woman. And and when when David didn't rise for that young woman, they say, oh, the king is dead. He ain't get up for that young woman. He's dead. So David had issues, but you have to realize David didn't have a good relationship with his father. There's no way in scripture you say, oh, David and his father got along. Most men and women they don't have a good relationship with their mother, father, fall into sexual perversion. Now, when you hear sexual perversion, it does not always mean that they homosexual or lesbian. Sexual perversion falls under the category when you have sex outside of marriage. When you commit fornication, you're not married. Or you commit adultery, but you're married, but you're having sex outside of your marriage with another partner. When you're in homosexuality, a lesbian, I don't, I don't care you have oral sex. I don't care you dry humping. Anything sexual, uh, anything sexual is sexual perversion. Uh-huh. Whether... You had one uh, uh, one fornication experience or twenty, you fall on the category of sexual perversion, because God ain't per- when it says perverted because God created sex after you get married, not before. Not it, it's it's no uh, it's no uh, uh, you know say oh you have a thirty day trial if you don't like it you can return it. But, Lord, I got to say, I don't want the last man I had, Lord, he couldn't do nothing. Lord, I need to experience. Oh, Lord, I need to uh, taste this nectar on this one because the last one wasn't. No. See, when you hear people say that, you can say, look, God knows what you need. But testing it before you get it, are you going to create great sin and more attacks of the enemy? So God knows what he's doing. I need somebody experienced. You know the devil is a lie. Some people that say they're experienced are not experienced. Uh-uh. <laughs> Let me say that again. <laughs> Some people that say they're experienced, they're not experienced. Yeah. You know, you. I'm gonna just be real. You ever, you uh, let's be honest. You ever been in a world and somebody talk all that noise about anything, whether it's the bed or, or even you playing sports. Oh, I'm a man, man, I'm going to do good tomorrow. We're going to whoop them in, in the bathroom. Or the, the dude or the girl be having intimates. Yeah, I'm going to do this, boy. I'm gonna do, and then you get to the point where you ain't bust a gray. But what, what I'm just, well, I'm just being real with you. What I'm telling you, you don't have to test nothing when God, God promised you. When God hey, promised you something, you don't got to test it. When God promised you a wife, you don't got a test. I'm going to just see that the Lord, I might need to torch some things, Lord. Let, let me see, Lord. You know, Lord, you know. So you don't have to torch nothing. You don't have to fine-tune nothing because God knows what you need. You just go before God. Now, y'all y'all say, well, I ask Lord for this and this is what I got. But the Lord say, every every jar, the, the Lord says, all things are knowledge of me, all things. So when you get a job, you say, Lord, is this the job you want me to have? And God will give you a quick answer. It doesn't mean that you go get the job. You have to wait. Amen. You go before God. Even with, with going into marriage, like husband or wife, you ask God. I'll ask for a husband. This is what I got, Lord. Uh, and then sometimes God bless you, but you ain't changed your attitude. You Amen. ain't changed your ways. God did his part, but you didn't do your part. But Lord, he good. But you no, know, I'm gonna tell y'all this. 
Marriage is a forever building thing. Yes. It's forever building. Somebody, y'all communicate. Don't don't go in marriage in mind reading. If you're mind reading, you're psychic. No, God ain't create no human. If 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 we could read each other's mind, what's the purpose of having a mouth with a tongue? God said, "Open your mouth." Here's the way you do. Open your mouth. Don't be afraid to ask a question, but it's the way you do it. Don't go in marriage and say, well, I thought they had money. No, did you ask them? Well, I assume because they wear nice stuff every day. It's people rack up credit card debts every day. Amen. It's people have payday loans, title loans, pawn shop loans every day Uh to impress you, but their priorities are out of whack. So the Spirit of the Lord say, ask questions. The Spirit of the Lord say, write down. I want everybody, I'm going to tell, I'm just going to say this. I want everybody, if you have credit problems, I want everybody to get a copy of your credit. Say how you get your copy of your credit. It got www.freeannualreport.com. You can get your free credit report. Look what's on your credit report. Um, you can go to Equifax Experian, and you can call them uh, Experian, Equifax, and Treasury. You can call them and get a copy of your credit report. Don't don't allow stuff just to sit on your credit report. Dispute stuff. Don't sit there. Dispute it. Now, don't don't allow. Well, Lord, I just gotta wait to seven years. But you don't understand when when two three collection companies pick up your account from a first creditor. Say your first creditor was Wells Fargo, and three collection they pick it up. You have a right to dispute it. You can say my original credit was with Wells Fargo. I don't owe these collection companies. You don't. You owe Wells Fargo. It's different methods you can dispute. Check, you know, you have stuff that they got it mixed up. Check your credit. Now, I'm going to I'm I'm tell you to do another thing. If you all are interested in dating, um, write down some questions. Ask. Write down some questions. They say, you know, you know, say, uh, what's, your, what's your credit? And they, and, and they start looking funny and looking crazy. That's the first time you didn't leave them at that that dinner table. Uh-huh. Uh, you, you you know when people when you ask people what's your credit like, and they go looking around, getting an attitude. You just need to say check. Amen. I get my check for my dinner. Well, what you mean? No. See, you either your credit bad or it's good. Say I don't have no problem with that. Say look, I got credit issues, and it, it extends from. Me losing a job or an ex marriage, you know, and I'm gonna just be real. I I didn't I didn't save well. When I had the money, I started spending. You know, I bought my children anything they wanted, and I'm gonna be real with you. And now it's two things gonna happen. They're gonna say, "Okay, nice talking to you." Or they say, "You know what? I can help you." And it don't mean y'all can turn out and be friends. I ask questions. 
Have have you ever put your hand on a woman? Do you got a record? Now, these days, unfortunately, you can cut somebody out real bad, and and they can call that domestic violence. They can call it terroristic threats, you know, because things are so soft these days. You can tell I knocked the taste out your mouth. Oh, it's a terroristic threat. I'll slap the skin off your face. So, you, Dad, don't be oh, he had domestic, because you, you don't know, you, you just don't know. You, you have men that are stalkers and push a woman to say something like, nigga, are you coming with me? I would kill you. Or you vice versa, you got women that stalk men. Uh-huh. You know, and people, oh, they, yeah, but you know they don't have no record. But you got people that, that push. So ask questions. Don't go in there assuming nothing. Even when you go to a church, when you're looking for a church home, it you have a right. You know, pastor asks you, well, why you don't want to join? Ask some questions right to follow pastor. Uh-huh. Ask some questions. Say, no disrespect, pastor, but what uh, what's your membership turnover like? What you mean? Is it, is it, if you had a 1,000 members two years ago, and you're down to 100 members. What is going on? Uh-huh. I came here two years ago. Two years ago, you had the thousand members. Now, you have a right to say, "Well, they ain't your business." It is my business because I visit here. I see cars all in the street. And all of a sudden, I only see a few cars. Or uh, ask them, "What are your goals for your for your church? What's your goals for your ministry?" Because, you know, it be honest, it, um, you know, they show you a membership, they give you a membership packet and all the church missions and the, what our goals are. But ask the pastor. Talk to him. If a pastor asks you, why you ain't joining, ask him. That would be the first opportunity. And, it, and nine times out of ten, if his wife have a nasty attitude, the first lady, that's, that's probably half of the problem. Talk to God before you join churches. Don't be saying, oh, no, they got a good praise team, but the leader is a homosexual. Or you can tell those, the piano the piano player is a womanizer. The drummer is a, a whore. The, you know, you, 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 these days, you just can't just join stuff. We need to go to God first. Say, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, all this right and all these things shall be added. God will bless you with a church home. God will... Bless you with a mask. God will bless you with a new car, new job, your own business. But the Lord uh-huh. say, ask me first. Uh-huh. I remember I was uh, I used to pass this church up, and the border used to have people everywhere. And I went visit and said, what happened? So I didn't ask the Lord. I said, Lord, they seem pretty good. As soon as I signed that little membership thing, I didn't pay attention. They had they had biggest day. Uh, you cannot do any ministry for two years and some other stuff. But I didn't worry about. It. I wouldn't worry about ministry. Soon as I signed that, the enemy came through that church. It wasn't like the devil was fighting a good thing. It was that enemy was allowed to do that thing in the church. So what I want to tell everybody: don't jump into everything. Don't jump into everything. Ask questions. Don't be afraid. Even uh, the Spirit of the Lord said, even your children. You, you know, we all got those children that beg for money. Mm-hmm. But ask them, no, 
right, I'm going to teach you well, how much you make. Let's sit down and do a budget. I don't got time for that. that well, guess what? If and, and you know your children make good money. Uh-huh. And, and some of them stay with you. And, uh-huh. and you know they make good money. You know. And what you do with your money? You know, you make $4,000 a month, $3,000 a month. You stay home with me while you're broke. Amen. I, I, you don't give me a quarter. You don't give me a dollar around here. I'm still paying your car insurance. I'm still paying your your uh, your student loans. What are you doing? Uh, uh, see, well, you know what? Figure this out. You make 3000 a month. You're going to need your own place. Amen. How are you putting that? Because you need to learn responsibility. Amen. You know, we, we, we have to get straight and righteous with our children. Say, no, mm-hmm. what you do with your money? Give me your paycheck stuff. Let's start with that. Mm-hmm. Uncle Sam take our taxes. Well, how are you taking our taxes? I see you six bags of clothes every week. Oh. And you taking out that many taxes. So we have to learn. We have to confront things that got us in trouble. Amen. We got to confront things that cause us to be in debt, cause us heartache. We have to confront things. And we can do it in love. We have to confront things. If they say, look like a duck, it's quacking like a duck, it's a duck. If, it, if, it, if it's a chicken, and bark, bark like a chicken, it's a chicken. If it roofs like a dog, bark, it's a dog. So the Lord said, we got to confront things. We have to see things for what it really is. So don't be afraid. You know, some of y'all got children. They always ask you for money, and they're on their own. It's like, uh-uh. You need to get your father. Because you know what the Lord wants us at? The Lord wants us to start being protective over his blessings. Mm-hmm. If God bless you with a new house, you better be protective. Amen. If God bless you with a new job, you better be protective. When God bless you with ministry and God bless you with a building for ministry, you better be protective of it. You better not. When God bless you with a husband, you better be protective. When God bless you with a wife, you better be protective. When God bless you with a new car, you better be protective. When God, all of a sudden you can never get a checking account and you got a checking account, you better be protective. You better be protective when God bless you with credit. Uh-huh. It's time to be protective about God's blessing. If God give you gave you a deliverance, you better be protective. Amen. Mother Rachel, you're on the line. Yes. The Spirit of the Lord has so much for you, Mother Rachel. But the Lord say he wants to soften you up. And and the Lord say allow him to go to the prophet. Mother Rachel, you're a bad woman in the spirit. You are, when I see you in the spirit, you know, I'm gonna tell you this. Um, like you, uh, like Evangelist Constance, Mother Rachel. And I think of um, this other prophetess Johnson. And I think of many others that they are fighters. You know, they was fighters naturally. Uh-huh. You know, but in the spirit realm, see the enemy. We think, oh, I was a fighter. I always fight. God don't have no use for it. But the enemy perverted your fighting because uh-huh. you will fight physically. Uh-huh. But you use that in the spirit realm. So mm-hmm. the Lord said he want to perfect your intercession. I see yeah. when you intercede, you're going to run the devil away. 
Oh, well, he ain't going to make the devil tremble. You know, people say, oh, you're going to make the devil tremble. No, yeah. you're going to make the devil run away. So the Lord want to perfect your intercession. Oh. Yeah, Bado. Because, yeah. see, you, you don't have no fear. You you don't, you don't ain't scared of nothing. Mm-hmm. But the Lord said, let me come in and yeah, teach yeah. you his way and, yeah. then, and then give you a prayer life for yours. Your prayer life is going to change. Amen. You watch stuff, but the Lord said he's going to change some. It's something, I see some hardness around your heart. I see yeah. some hardness. You got some hard places around your heart. Mm-hmm. And the Lord says, if you allow him, he can make yourself again. I'm going to tell you this. Hey, but you know, you say, oh, Lord, you make me soft. People think I'm, I'm a punk. People think I ain't tough no more. See, don't worry about that because the Lord got you protected. I'm going to tell you this. Mm-hmm. When God makes you soft, he yes. can protect you. Yes. If, 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 if you hard and tough like a man, oh, I'm tough, Lord. I'm a woman. No man ever took care of me. God can't protect you. God said, okay, right. I'm going to let your hard-headed, tough self get beat up. No, Lord. Hey, by the way, see, I'm going to hit. You know the scripture say we're wrestling out against flesh and blood? Yeah, But right. against principles and dark. See, you, when, when, when you take on your identity in the flesh, yeah. when, when you're trying to keep up your identity in the flesh, you wear yourself out. Yeah, you're really. trying to whoop the devil by the flesh, but he wrestling you now. You're getting tired. Lord, I'm so tired, Lord. These devils, no, you fighting the devil with your flesh. You won't fight the devil. You go in the spirit realm. Oh, so about to, you know the Lord showed me an eagle. See, when an eagle grab a snake, he take that snake way up in the sky. He can take that snake way up in the sky. Most of the time, an eagle takes its prey way up in the sky. Where where he can, that now the an eagle can breathe thousands of feet in the air. Well, most animals can't breathe. Mm-hmm. That, that, so that eagle will take that snake way up in the atmosphere until the snake dies. Mm. And he defeat the snake in the air. But the Lord is saying, I want you, I w- I want you to, yeah, by the Lord, I'm going to show you how to perfect the, pro- uh, by the, the, mm-hmm. the intercession, prophetic intercession, mm-hmm. that you can fight the enemy in the spirit realm. You don't have to deal with people in the flesh, but the Lord said he want to do that for you. Uh, It's the reason why you like the way you are. But the Lord is going to soften you if you allow him. Yes, Lord. It's a difference between being overprotective and different between being protective. Mm Mm-hmm. You're going to be protective, but you're going to do it different. And Lord said, you're going to begin to show love. Amen. You're going to show love because they're like, oh, go, go, oh, Lord, go, Rachel. It's wrong, y'all. Mm-hmm. But they don't have to do it because God's going to change you because God has worked for you. Mother, you. I'm going to take the mother, Rachel, Lord, God worked for you. God <laughs> wants to take you to a place. You know, you, you love children, but the Lord wants you to, the Lord going to take you to a place that your heart gonna say, Oh Lord, I thank you. Amen. Lord, Lord, you know Lord, you know back in the days I would pull them out their car and, and and gave them some knives across their head. <laughs> you're gonna say, Lord, I pray for them. Amen. Lord, I thank you. And you're gonna learn to fight in the spirit realm. And ain't yes, gonna be Lord. no divination or no enemy messing with your mind, but God wanna do that. Because 
see, you don't, you, you, it's a, it's a good thing. It's a bad thing. You don't fear nothing. That's a, you don't, you don't feel too much of nothing. If, if 10 folks come in your face, you're going to, you're going to pick up something and say, look, half of y'all going to get it, but I, I'm not going to let you run over me. Amen. I'm a, but the Lord want to use that for his glory. Yes, Lord. We're supposed to fear God. God yes. want to use that for it. So the Lord, the Lord, ah, Badu, mm, yes, Lord. Lord want to soften, but the Lord said, allow him to soften you. Yes, Lord. Because you, you are a flower. I'm going to tell you all this. I know, and the Lord showed me some other people, you were fighters. You would fight. You know, you were a woman beating up wrong men. <laughs> But but the Lord say He called His daughters flowers. Y'all are flowers. Amen. Now, now, I ain't no flower. Flowers die. Petals dry up. No, when God calls you a flower, you're an apple desire. You precious flower. You know I, I you know I watch elderly and how they take care of flowers, and uh-huh. and I watch me. They are, you know they got a nice. Um, they call it like a um, a water shower. It's like a it's like a little water on the end of the water hose, and they put it shoot water like a shower of water, but gently, and they gently put the you know water the plants and move all the weeds around it. And and I'm gonna tell you, them elderly are serious about their green thumb. You know, a lot of them got green thumbs, so uh-huh. they don't even allow them grandchildren to come play with their flop. Baby, you. Daughter, I love my grandbaby, but he 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 about to get hurt by my flower. Now, he ain't gonna be pulling my petals off. So they are very protective. And so when people look at a flower, they look at it as weak, but a flower is delicate. A flower is beautiful. It ha- it it blossoms. Oh, by the old cool see, it by the, the Lord say, let your soul be like a what a water garden. Let your soul be a water garden. I'm gonna find a scripture. I'm going to get that scripture. Mm-hmm. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I'm fine right now. We're going to go to uh, Isaiah 58 and 11. Isaiah 58 and 11. Read that right quick. Um, Isaiah 58 and 11 say the Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. Mm-hmm. You will be like a well-watered garden and like an ever-flowing spring. Mm-hmm. So God want to give you water. We're like gardens. Our soul is like a garden. Mm-hmm. So when don't so I found you a scripture. So even in the garden, you protect the delicate 
the delicate things. But even the more delicate it is, the more beautiful it is, the more it has value. You know, when I or sometimes I watch those shows and all the people have all these different exotic flowers and how they have to take care of the flower, different things. They put work in taking care of that flower. All those flowers, all those garden, they garden or gardens, and they take time. They they watch out for caterpillars and ladybugs, and and there are certain things they keep it watched. They keep it green. They remove the weeds out. Why the Bible always say, "Be that tree, uh, be that tree." Say, uh, uh, "Glory, glory." He's saying, "I'm the husband, you the vine." And he'll cut down some vines. He cut down the branches because why God used that? Because your vineyard, you know, when God put us as like a vine, He say, "Ye are the branches." Now, if your branches not producing, cut the branch off. Or he'll cut some things off. He prunes you. You know, pruning, uh, when you have, a, uh, say, a tree or a garden, like a, a vineyard, you got to trim vines. You have to trim different things. You have to trim back. You have to cut the dead stuff. If you don't cut the dead stuff off, it'll ruin that whole branch or that whole vine. So the Lord say, I cut things off for you. Um, nobody on uh, nobody on this phone want a hard grape. Uh-huh. When you eat grapes, you want a soft grape. Amen. You know, if, if many of y'all that drink wine, there's nothing wrong with wine. Um, if you drink wine, true grape wine, you probably y'all probably know the difference. I'm not a wine drinker, uh-huh. but there's certain things like, oh, they took their time with this wine. You know, now you don't want no wine with grape pearls in it. <laughs> Oh, this is a great seed. No, I mean, but you take your time. You know, people at wine expert, God gonna bless me with a wine expert so I can relate it to the the Bible. You know, uh, so why why God say you can't put new wine in an old bottle? It means you you cannot have God's blessings doing your old your old ways. It's not gonna work. Amen. You, I'm gonna tell you this. You ever seen somebody win a lotto? And and they was poor, or they don't they never had the value of money, and they won a lotto, and in less than three years they kill themselves. They uh-huh. say, Lord, they had their money. Why they kill themselves? They couldn't have it. Uh-huh. So the enemy can bless people. Like we we have so many people that get that that give their life over to Satan, like so many entertainers. And some of them die at a young age because they can't handle it. Uh-huh. But when God blesses us, it's a process. You know what? I'm, I'm grateful why God don't bless us with everything at one time. We would lose yes. our mind. Yes, right. Them old folks say, boy, you would lose your cotton-picking mind. If, if boy, you, if, God, if I gave you all that, you would lost your mind. That's why I gave you $5 and gave you the whole 20 Because you, you went there about $5 worth of candy, you got sick. If I gave you the whole 20 you'll probably take you to a hospital somewhere. So what God is saying, he said, I got to trim you off. I got to trim off. Sometimes a petal might fall off you. And God said, I'm going to cut that petal off. I'm going to pull that rotten petal off, and you're going to grow another petal. Sometimes God God had to take some weeds out of your life. You got to be the delicate flower. See, 
you know why people don't care for flowers these days? We let the world, we let the world uh, pollute our mind. I don't want no flowers. He better give me some money. He better give me some red bottom shoes. You know, a flower. You know, I remember a woman, uh, a young lady used to cherish a flower. They'll keep that flower up in a uh, plastic bag. Or they'll put it in, not a plastic bag, they'll put it between a book because uh-huh. they cherish that petal, that flower. They'll say, oh, I remember Johnny Bowman eat flowers. Oh, I, I just love it. They love the characteristics of a flower. See, you know, I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, why are there thorns on a rose? And the Lord say, because if someone goes in and just grab a rose, they're going to get punctured. They're going to get serious damage to their hand. But a true gardener, a person that has a gentle spirit, is careful of handling that rose. Uh-huh. Even though the, the rose has thorns, even though the petals are very delicate, they'll know how to handle it. Uh-huh. So they, if, 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 they, if they don't respect the thorns, they ain't going to respect the petals. I'll say that again. Uh-huh. If if they're not cautious of thorns, if you nobody here ain't gonna, you ain't gonna up and grab no roses yeah. with with gloves or without gloves. You ain't gonna up and grab it. Even with gloves, those thorns on that they can go through gloves. I don't care what heavy duty gloves are. Yeah. Sometimes them thorns can catch a glove. So the Lord say, if they're not cautious on grabbing a flower that has thorns, thorns, they're gonna be cautious of the petals. So, so sometimes it's good to have a little spice in your attitude. Not an attitude, but a little spice. Like, oh, I can't go around her any kind of way. I got, brother, I got to be real with this sister. That's a good thing. Because the thorns, the thorns are a good thing. Now, I ain't talking about the thorns. It's kind of like, oh, she's kind of thorny. Yeah, because you, you can't come to her any kind of way. You, you're going to have to go in there delicate. You're going to have to go in there with a different approach. But it's God's flower. Amen. I want everybody, every woman on here, you are a flower in God's eye. You know, Amen. You know, I received it. I, I, I've never been to heaven, but, you know, many encounters people have, they always remember the flowers. Mm-hmm. Well, I've seen all these pretty flowers. You know, each one of y'all are a flower. It's not, don't have nothing to do with your style, but you are delicate. Yeah. Nobody can't have you any kind of way. Mm-mm. You know what? What? Nope. I remember, I remember coming up. Even uh, you know, I was heavy-handed. Uh, uh-uh. you're a good guy, but you got to handle me a little gentle. <laughs> you can't be there grabbing my hand. Uh-huh. I didn't know. But you, but they said it. But I didn't take offense. Like you know, certain way. Uh, you know, it's nice, but. You know, don't bring no candy after sitting in the car for three hours. You know, it just, there's things that I had to learn. But Uh it taught me, even with dealing with elderly, I was working at a nursing home. I was working in the hospital versus working in a nursing home. Hospital, I can yank patients up all day long. But the elderly, you can't do that. Uh Because they live, they gentle. You have to reposition them. You have to give them time. Uh-huh. That's right. And you have to be gentle. Mm-hmm. And their skin is more fragile. That's right. 
So it taught me how to be gentle. If I didn't network in nursing home, I still wouldn't be as gentle as I am, as I am today. Physically, I, you know, I'm, I'm not aggressive. I'll never get, but I just pick you up. Come on here, get this wheelchair. I'm got all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it taught me to be patient, and sometimes they might need cleaning up. That's true. And ain't they in the world? I said, okay, I can wait. You can sit down and the CNA or the LVN or the nurse to clean them up. I used to take them to physical therapy and uh, the occupational therapy, uh, react, recreational therapy. They, you know, they had to learn how to eat with a spoon and a fork, and you know, mm-hmm. some of them had strokes. But, but the Lord said, "I'm calling you to gentleness. Everything right. is not a, a confrontation." See, uh, I can tell a person that know their role in authority, and those who don't know their role of authority. If I meet a cop that's arrogant, stupid, ignorant, I say, you don't know your authority. Mm-hmm. What you mean? I am a cop. You must don't know it. Because if I can respect you without you saying anything, mm-hmm. and, and you have to prove yourself that you're a cop, evidently you don't know your authority. Mm-hmm. But a good cop is always humble. A good cop ain't going to come in with all that crazy stuff. Mm-mm. 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 They say they give you a ticket. Say okay, man, I understand. No hard feeling. Mm-hmm. If you come and now, if I, even though I'm wrong, you come, you know, you speak. What the hell wrong with you? Yeah, I'm gonna say, <laughs> and I'm arguing with you back. <laughs> well, you gonna give me a ticket now? You gonna keep talking? Well, I didn't do it. Now, you know, how, how you know I did? It's a bunch of cars. How you know I, I can get ignorant? But. Well, I'm going to give you a warning this time at the order. But, you know, I say, you ain't have to do all that. No, you don't. And a lot of them create mess. You ain't going to be sitting here arguing. You're going to give me a ticket or you're going to let me go. I'm not going to hear this. I'm not going to hear this all day. Because you don't know your authority. Even God in heaven don't do that to me. So uh, women and men, those who are married, you doing your spouse like that? Cut it out. Amen. But she need to. He just need to listen. He hard here. No, you mm. gonna see him get a stroke, and he gonna get somebody else. That's right. That's uh, right. You gonna have a stroke and die, and she gonna get somebody else with, with that good life and share spouse. Keep up with that foolishness. Amen. So I'm just. It's, it's funny in some ways, but it's it's the truth. God wanted us to be more gentle. We can do more damage in our prayer life right. than, than knocking folks out of their head. You know, um, I dealt with a situation, and God worked it out. I ain't had to do nothing. I was I was upset. How daddy? I went in my prayer closet. I talked to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Amen. And see, God said, revenge is mine. Mm-hmm. See, one thing I say, Lord, they need to, you know, at one point I say, Lord, they need you to lose their job. Mm-hmm. I don't have to say that no more. I can say, Lord, I wish they not lose their job. But, Lord, whatever your will, let it be done. Lord, if they had to go somewhere to get get them humble, and God will do it. God will put your enemies in a different department. Mm-hmm. Someone might might have to, God had to get them off that job and go to another job they can get humble. Mm-hmm. Know your authority. If you know your authority, you don't have to do all that crazy stuff. Right. 
right. Know your authority in the things of God. Uh, you know, uh, even people in high places, they have authority. They don't have to speak over there. You know, that's a CEO. They say, oh, so can you pick that pick that paper up for me? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to say, that ain't my job. That's that old lazy job to up in there with them headphones all, all day. You're going to pick it up. But most of the time, most of the time, now you got ID badge. They're mm-hmm. going, you know, <laughs> what's your ID? Oh, you just pick it up. You ain't going, you ain't, nobody here ain't talking crazy no CEO or CFO or president of a company. So the Lord is saying today, I want y'all to be more gentle. Mm-hmm. need you to work on being gentle. Amen. And Lord say, Lord say, don't come talking to me like you talk to your your children. Amen. Lord say, I ain't your child. I created you and your children and your grandchildren. Amen. And, and I can take you out. Yes. Yeah, Lord say, right. don't come to me like that. You know, be, you know your arms are too short to box guard. Oh, Jesus. And, and my, you know, and I, I just never had a good relationship with my dad, where you, you you can have a good relationship with the father, mm-hmm. but God will find ways to humble you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it again. God will find ways to what humble you. Amen. Yeah. Mm. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. So don't. Be gentle. And the Lord say, I miss, I'm missing y'all in the prayer class. Y'all used to pray all the time. The Lord said, y'all stop praying because you let life distract you. Right. Now, I'm going to tell y'all this in the mighty name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some more laws on prayer that's going to blow your mind. Y'all thought mm-hmm. the same sex marriage blew your mind? It's going to be some more laws. But the Lord said, I need you praying. Amen. I need you praying. Yes. Lord, say, I need you praying. Amen. Amen. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I speak blessings over everybody on this line. And Father God, I pray for a gentle spirit for everyone in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, Lord, abadu sabadu do kusi. Yes, Lord. Lord, I lift up Pastor Sherry, Father, unto you in the mighty name of Jesus. That, Lord, bless Pastor Sherry, Father. Bless, Lord, I pray you bless her with many businesses. That, Lord, give her the people she needs for her businesses in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Lord, bless her household. Bless her ministry in the mighty name of Jesus. And, oh, Lord, I pray for Mother Eula. That, Lord, I pray. Mother Eula, you're on the line. Yes, I am. Mother Eula, God say accept the change he have for you. Accept. Accept the change, the change. Mm-hmm. God's going to present some things to you, but don't be afraid. All right. Don't be afraid to change. You know, I thought about Abraham and Sarah. When mm-hmm. Lord told them to leave their kin folks, mm-hmm. I know that was a difficult thing, yes. but you got to mm-hmm. remember the background of Abraham and Sarah. The background of Abraham and Sarah, you know, their family was idol worshippers. Yeah. They worship idols. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord would say, I ain't talking about a physical move. 
but there's a move that you have to take place that God bless. I don't, you know, it's times we, we might be at a place for years. We can be at a company for years. We can be at church, whatever, for years. We can be mm-hmm. even a way you dress, a way you do your hair. You can do your same hair the same way for many years. Yeah. But Lord, the Lord want to do a whole change on you in the name mm-hmm. of Jesus. You know, I'm going to tell you all this. And it was a young lady um, on my Facebook. It is like I say, Lord, I was a minor because you know, I mean she must change our hairstyle at least once a week. Okay. And I say, Lord, you see how important a hairstyle to make a person look old or young? Yes. Mm-hmm. You can say just a hairstyle. Now she, she she wear makeup, but not like crazy or nothing. But I say, Lord, like that the hairstyle. One minute she looked like she's sixty. Mhm. One minute she looked like she's thirty. Mm-hmm. One minute. You know, it just—it was so unique. Sometimes the hairstyle, like, wow, she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, she don't she need to change that hairstyle. She don't need to. But you know, it's how amazing a hairstyle can change the appearance of a woman. Yeah. A uh, look of a woman, even a light makeup, uh, a different shade. So mm-hmm. the Lord said He want to do a complete change in life. And you say, well, Lord, I'm up in age. It doesn't matter because God said He promised you greater in your latter years, not your former. Woman of God, I, I see you. I see you. If you allow God to to change your life, uh, in newness newness of I'm gonna put it like this: change is difficult. I'm not gonna sit here and lie. Change mm-hmm. is difficult, but it's gonna be well worth it. Yeah. And, and then you say, Oh, why I didn't think of this ten years ago? Because Lord said you weren't you you weren't gonna prepare your mind to be ready for it ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the Lord said He want to change you. It's just like He want to give you a new look, even your home, even your mindset. You gonna say, "Wow, Lord!" Even though I'm I'm this age, but Lord, I I I didn't have to be old before my time. Some of y'all started being old when you was forty. Yep. Some of y'all started when you was thirty. No, the the Lord said, I didn't call you to, to that. But in the name of Jesus, Lord, go show you some things, woman. God said, Lord, I don't know. And your desire is going to change. You're going to say, Lord, I usually don't wear stuff like that. But let me, you know, the Lord showed me you dress well. You you, But you're going to have a different color. You're going to have a different look. You're going to say, no, Lord, I'm going to try this color. Mm-hmm. Lord, I'm going to try this differently. God want to change it. God, I, I want to say this. God want to give you something totally different. Amen. Man. Life. It's, 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 it's different. It's time. You know, it's already in you. But we get scared. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord, I'm not. Oh, no, Lord, I'm not going there. Oh, mm-hmm. Lord, I'm too old for that. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, Jesus. Jesus, no. Um, Satan, the Lord, rebuke. we rebuking the Lord. And God saying, Satan, ain't there. I'm changing your mind. Oh, no, Lord. Mm-hmm. No. I wasn't raised like that, Lord. Your your parents are not God. Some of our upbringing is good, yes. but some of our upbringing been is garbage. Some of the stuff our parents taught you, uh, taught us, didn't make a lick of sense. Yes. Like, it didn't make no sense because Lord, the Lord say, "Mother, you, I want you to live." Yes, uh-huh. it's it, it, it like this. It's time. Some of our parents teach us how to live in a cocoon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've been a caterpillar for so long. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we and God changing us to be a butterfly. Uh, Lord, mm-hmm. I'm gonna just sit in this cocoon, cause Lord, 
you know, start 20 years ago, we couldn't think like that. Lord, uh-uh, no, Lord, no, I ain't, I ain't getting on no plane. I ain't buying no ship, Lord, no, Jesus. <laughs> you got to train. Nobody ain't going to sit here. If you stay in in one state and you need to go through 10 states, now sometimes you might have to drive if you want to do some sightseeing. Sometimes, but God, uh-uh, you're going to have to travel. You're going you're gonna to have to change. I see God changing your mind. Changing your way of thinking. You know, some of us been thinking, some of us thinking like it's the 60s and the 70s. Some of y'all think it's still got colored water and white folks' water. Some of y'all thinking, y'all, some of y'all stuck in there. No, don't go over there. Them white people, don't go over there. Don't go over them. Don't go over there. Them white people crazy. Don't go over them, them black folks. They too polluting, hot society black people. And God wants you to be the, have the best. That's right. Yes. Don't don't be thinking like that. Don't think you can do no. Greatest he that is in you than he that's in the world. Amen. Jesus in you. So the Lord said, I want to change your thinking. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 some things gonna change, it's not gonna be easy. Mm. But you're gonna be so happy that you're gonna receive it in Jesus' name. Yes. You're gonna receive it. Mother Glory, you're on the line. Mm-hmm. Mother Gloria. Amen. Amen. Mother Glory. <laughs> I, Mother Glory, I see you getting bolder. Not in uh-huh. a bad way, but when your your prayer life's gonna change. I see you when you pray, is it gonna be like an earthquake of earthquake effect mm-hmm. when you pray. I see you praising God, I see you worshiping. I see your prayer life going into another dimension. I see changes in your house. It, it was nothing bad in your house, but it's time for newness as well. Uh, by the way, I, I see you addressing things that you normally wouldn't address. Uh, by, those, by, those, by the Spirit of the Lord. What got in the Mother Gloria? Oh, Sabado do Kusi. And that got in you is the Holy Ghost. Sabado. Sabado. Kaya. Sabado. And I see extra, I see, I see extra income coming in your way, Mother Glory, because uh, of your faithfulness to God, not to man, but to God. Yes, Mother Glory, you mad? Yeah. Mother Glory, I want you to do something different. I want you to pray with your husband. As oftentimes y'all can, if y'all, if y'all can pray once a day, pray uh-huh. with your husband. Yeah. Just pray once. Say, baby, just grab hands. Let's pray. And, uh-huh. and, I, and I want this is what I want you to pray for. I want y'all to pray that God would open doors in your life. Pray, yeah. bless, pray the best blessings over your marriage. Yeah. Don't say, Lord, bless me and my husband with that trip. Lord, bless my husband with some more money. Lord. Bless my husband. You know, some, sometimes we, sometimes women don't want to admit it, but sometimes you want a new wedding band. Yeah. You want a new ring. Yeah. You say, Lord, baby, okay. you know, I, I, I know our money is, is fixed right now, but, baby, I desire a ring, but I pray God to bless you to buy me a ring. I just desire a new ring. Lord, mm-hmm. and, and, and then I'm going to tell you this. Now, if you got a husband that lives frugal, you have to go to God and say, God, I would like a new ring, Father. I would like a you know, some new furniture because, Lord, this is a match. But and just pray with them. Just pray blessing yeah. and say, Lord, 
You know, baby, I want to pray over you and, and have him to pray for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they keep doing this. Grab his hand and say, baby, this ain't going to be long. Don't don't go in there praying no 45 minutes every day. This is a short prayer. When he go to the store, say, we're going to pray, Lord, give my favor, my, my, my husband favor when he go to the, the store. And, yes, and Lord, I pray blessings over him. And, yes. and Lord, protect us and keep us, Lord. Keep us while we sleep in the mm-hmm. name of Jesus. Because y'all, mm-hmm. y'all have a good relationship. Yeah. But praying together. Yeah, just think sometimes, like like when you stressed out and worried, hey, baby, can you pray for me? Put your hand on my head. Yeah. And say, baby, pray for me. I had a bad day. Mm-hmm. And watch God. Watch God. I'm about to call you. about to go. And, Lord, I speak blessings, Father. I speak blessings. Lord, I speak rivers of blessings in their life. Yeah. Lord, I thank you that they, the windows are not closing. The windows of heaven is not closing upon their life. In Jesus' name, Lord, I speak Holy Ghost fire over her property. I speak Holy Ghost fire over her property, over her property line. I speak Holy Ghost fire over Mother Rachel, Mother Eulis. I speak Holy Ghost fire over Pastor Sherry. I speak Holy Ghost fire over Evangelist Constance in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I speak blessings over Evangelist Constance. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I speak generational blessing to come to her because evangelist council lord showing me it's so many times that you wanted to give up and you must say lord i'm gonna just take a back seat but evangelist council, one thing i admire about you you kept on going through the years you, you sometimes you get lax of days but you say lord i'm coming back you never gave up on the lord and the lord said i would never give up on you and lord i thank you for blessing evangelist council because lord she's been a blessing to me she's been a Blessing to many people over the years in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I speak about thousands of folds of blessings upon her life in the name of Jesus. Lord, I speak that freedom in the name of Jesus. I speak that freedom. Lord, continue to even clean up her credit in the name of Jesus. Lord, give her favor with with landlord. Give her favor with a mortgage. Give her favor with credit card. Give her favor with the bank. Lord, give her favor with people in the name of Jesus. Give her favor in every business adventure she have. Lord, give her favor even with international people in the name of Jesus. Lord, give her favor, Father. Lord, I thank you for giving her ideas. And Vanity Council, Lord, I want you to write down ideas. Write them down. Write down the ideas that Lord give you. And you pray over them ideas. Say, Lord, how are you going to get this together? Lord, I need your help. But the Lord, Lord. The Lord watched you for many years. Yeah, people talk about you. People are all, look at her, look at her. But, but you still going with God. Say, Lord, I'm, yes, Lord, I'm tired. Lord, I get weary sometimes. Lord, I want, I want, I want to be like that song, sitting on the dock of the bay. But you kept on going. You say, Lord, I'm sitting here, but Lord, talk to your daughter. Talk to your daughter. Lord, talk to me. Yeah, Lord, I'm mad. And I said some things I said, but Lord, help help me, Lord. Help me. And I see God doing miracles in your life and some more miracles. And and, and, and see, I'm going to tell you all this. Miracles are good for a season, but you, you don't need a miracle every day. No. I'm going to tell you all this. Why why you say that, Pastor? Why you say that, Prophet? I'm going to tell you why. God gives you miracles. When you don't have a way, you don't have a way out. You God mm-hmm. give you miracles. Mm-hmm. You you whether you you most miracles are caused by we mismanage something. 
Mm-hmm. We, we were sinning. We did what we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. We didn't listen. And all of a sudden, oh, I wish I would listen. And God had to do a miracle. Mm-hmm. But but what of God I see? Well, that's because I see God doing miracles. But after he do that miracle, you're going to manage the blessing. You're going to say, oh, I'm watching over this blessing. I ain't letting this devil coming up in here. Yeah, I know y'all crying, but y'all need to go to the Lord like I did. I about to go y'all. Y'all going to have to go to the Lord like... And in the name of Jesus, um, Lord says, begin to live your life. Mm-hmm. Live your life. Amen. Live your life. Enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. Come, I see God blessing you with money, and sometimes you're going to just take a trip. Mm-hmm. You, you ain't going to be on no a plane trip. You're going to just take, you you know, and, and I say eventually, God's going to allow you to take your, your, your purpose with you. But I see you just taking a trip and getting an idea. And he said, oh, Lord, I thank you for going over here. Lord, I got an idea. I ain't know it was nice over here. Mm-hmm. See, I'm going to tell you something. God don't always tell us the promised land. He's like, God, God told me my promised land is in California. Sometimes he do. Or my promised land is in Colorado. Or my promised land is in Florida. Or whatever. But sometimes God will lead you to a place and say, Lord, I'm just going to go to Hawaii. I don't know why I'm going to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And you go to Hawaii, he say, it's nice over here. Oh, Lord, yeah. And Lord, show you, why don't you try to get a house over there? Why don't you try to get that land on Hawaii? Lord, this is nice. Because, see, sometimes, some things, if God would tell us, like, God, I ain't going to Hawaii. They don't like no black folks. I ain't going over there with them hurricanes and, and all that stuff. I ain't going over there. They got it. Sharks and dolphins. I don't like no fish. Sometimes we are just we just go over there. Lord, this is nice. Lord, Lord, Nebraska, Nebraska. I think it's snow. Lord, this is nice over here. Lord, it so is nice. But but God, it's just like with your natural children. Sometimes you can't take if your child don't like broccoli. And 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 and. Sometimes you say, oh, I got, I got something for him. I ain't, he ain't going to make me one. So you'll chop that broccoli real fine in a cheese rice casserole, and that child be eating it up, tanning it. Hey, boy, you know what was in there? Broccoli. What? I ain't taste it. But it's good. They have a new outlook. So sometimes God will send you places yes. that you would normally wouldn't visit. Mm-hmm. So, man, because I see you, God going to take your places. And you ain't going to tell about it. Say, you know, what are you Oh, I'm up in North Dakota. What you doing? Oh, I'm just over here looking. God got me over. Oh, I got an idea for something. You don't know. So we got to allow God to move in our lives. Amen. So can we let people limit us? Yeah. Uh, right. You don't need to stay over there. There's too many white people over there. Too many mm-hmm. us over there. Too uh, too many Indians. There's too many Mexicans. Don't miss your blessing. Mm-hmm. If God tell you go over there, you go over there. Amen. Ooh, them people are racist. Mm-hmm. You go over there. Lord, where are them white people at? There's multicultural over mm-hmm. here. You got Iranians, Asians over here. These are the cool playing area. Lord, it's nice over here. Lord, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> 
But, Lord, I just say thank you for what you're doing in Vangus Cousin's life. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for Minister Diana. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I speak clear sight in the spiritual realm in the name of Jesus. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord. I yeah. even, Lord, I, Lord, if, uh, by the Lord, protect her body from boils. In the name of Jesus. Oh, sorry the Lord, protect her body from boils. Mm-hmm. It grows on her. Yeah. Lord, yeah. protect her. Lord, remove all the poisons and toxins out of her body that's yeah. caused yeah. from medications. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, bless Minister Diana. And yeah. Father God, bless her relationship with different family members in the name of Jesus. Yes, and Father yes. God, in the name of Jesus, oh, Father God, I speak to everybody on this line who has a child that's autistic, have autism, is bipolar, or schizophrenia. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Yes, thank you. Loose your hold off them children in the name of Jesus. And you'll never return to these children again. Even the residue. I'm going to tell you all this. Lord, show me. You know why some of y'all children are bipolar? Some of y'all children was raped by a young age, but they know how to express themselves. That's true. But in the name of Jesus, Lord, I speak of deliverance to all the children, grandchildren, or great-grandchildren. And, and Lord, in the name of Jesus, burn up the vaccine that's in their body that's causing these issues in the name of Jesus. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray that it will will be known in a hospital world that they give vaccines to different colors people, the white children get these type of vaccines, we get these vaccines to the black children, we get these to the male, we get all these different vaccines that causing different effects. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you this. I remember a time, you say black folks went through some stuff, but mm-hmm. now they're trying to decrease population. Mm-hmm. So you got more children with all these, which was around diseases 30 years ago, Mm-hmm. Like autism, that was a rare disease 30 years yeah. ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lupus was a rare disease 30 years mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. But all these diseases become normal, 2 out of 10, 3 out of 10, 4 out of 10. Mm-hmm. But in the name of Jesus, I speak deliverance yeah. to all these children, even adults, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. And, Father God, get rid of all that hatred. Yes. Because sometimes yeah. people, Sometimes your parents brought hatred in the house. Mm-hmm. It didn't always come from the white man. It ain't come from Mexican. Or they brought racism in the house. Some of your parents brought hatred in the house. Amen. So they didn't want to marry your daddy. The daddy didn't want to marry your mama. And mm-hmm. they sit there hating. Yeah, yeah. The only reason I married your mama because her grandpa, had, her daddy had a shotgun. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-mm. I didn't like your mama. She was just, a, I didn't marry your daddy because he went to the army and mm-hmm. I was pregnant. I was mm-hmm. in love with with with, with the other, his, someone else. Yeah. Amen. I said, why y'all had 10 children? Why y'all ain't stop with one? Mm-hmm. Can't stand her. I can't stand her. 
Mm-hmm. But in the name of Jesus, I'll remove the effects of hatred out yes. of everybody's yes. spirit yes, from their mother and father. Yes, yes Lord. I'll tell you all this. If you had loving mother and father, nothing on the outside would affect you. Mm-mm. But, Father God, I speak healing to everyone in the name of Jesus. Lord, I speak yes. healing to people who've been divorced. I speak yes. healing with people that have been through bad relationships. I speak mm-hmm. healing to their soul and to their spirit and to their mind in the name of Jesus. Lord, restore their organs. Restore their organs. And restore every organ in their body in the name yes, of Jesus. Yes, uh, yes, I speak uh, uh, restoration mm-hmm. to everyone in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, yes. we just say thank you. Father God, I speak over Pastor Sherry, that, Lord, I speak restoration in her strength in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just say thank you. I say praise him. And I'm going to tell you all this. Y'all ain't going to believe this. But some of y'all are going to start decreasing in sugar intake. You know, know, sometimes I'm going to tell you all this. You say, well, Lord, I really don't eat that much, but it's the sugar and stuff. But you're going to start, you ain't going to get off of sugar, but you're going to decrease sugar. You oh. Normally, you will say, Lord, oh, I love, I'm going to use, a, you know, me, I love those strawberry and cream pies at McDonald's. Oh, <laughs> I love them pies. But lately, I get maybe been getting one every two weeks. Mm-hmm. I used to get one every other day, mm-hmm. two of them. Lord say, son, you got to get off that sugar. Because mm-hmm. that sugar would dehydrate me. Yeah. And then I, I usually can put a half a thing of sugar in a coffee. Mm-hmm. But the Lord say, you get that coffee and don't put no sugar in it. Mm-hmm. You might can put a half a sweet low in it. That's uh-huh. it. No. Because oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I, I don't drink cream. I don't like cream. So. So God, don't God gonna decrease? Y'all gonna decrease? Say, Lord, I'm gonna tell y'all this. I love potato chips. Mm-hmm. I've been buying potato chips like crazy. You know, mm-hmm. I've been having potato chips going stale. I'm like, Lord, I love potato chips. God, because mm-hmm. God is getting us healthy. He decreasing mm-hmm. your appetite. Yeah. But in the name of Jesus, allow God to do it in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And a simple thing is gonna start changing your body. Say, Oh Lord, I'm starting to get more energy. Mm-hmm. The Lord is doing it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. The Lord is doing it. Mm-hmm. The Lord is doing it. Yes. Some of y'all going to go to the old way with how you used to eat. You know, when yes. you come up, you ate grits, eggs, and bacon. Yes. You didn't go to all these places. Mm-hmm. You're going gonna to take you a little time, but you're going to lose weight. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I need to. Amen. And, 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 and the Lord <laughs> say he 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 going to give you elasticity in your skin. Mm-hmm. He going he gonna to do it. Mm-hmm. How about Thank those? How about those? Thank you. You think, oh, when you have chill, your skin don't come back. No, it's the what you eat. Mm-hmm. What you eat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pe- I see people all day, they 67 and 80, got elasticity in their skin. Mm-hmm. 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 There's fruits and vegetables that give you that. Mm-hmm. And Lord, we love you and we thank you. Yes. Lord, we praise your Father. Lord, yes, you're awesome. Yes, sir. Lord, you're Thank awesome. You're awesome. You. You're awesome. Thank you. Thank Lord, you. Lord, I pray for Mother Mildred, Father, 
And, Lord, yes. I pray for Mother Mildred. Lord, bless her, Father, in the name yes, of Jesus. Lord, Lord yes. bless her with, with money that was hidden from her for many years. Yes. Lord, bless her, Father. Yes, bless Lord. her with increase, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, bless her home. Bless And, Lord, I, I, Lord, I speak resting for Mother Mildred. Times when she don't get rest, Lord, I speak rest, Father, in the name yes. of Jesus. Yes. Lord, I speak to our hands, Father, in the name of Jesus. Yes. I speak stability in our hands, in the name of Jesus. Lord, remove all fluids in her body, in the name of Jesus. Yes. Fluids that, that hang in different parts of her body. Remove the fluids, in the name of Jesus. Bless, I pray blessings that will blow her mind. Yes, and how Lord. lot of years in the name yes, of Jesus yes, for Lord. Mother Mildred. Bless yes, her, Father. Bless her, Father. Yes, Lord, Lord, I thank you. Lord, Lord, I pray your glory fall upon her and everybody on this line in the name of Jesus. Yes, your, yes, glory. your glory. Yes. How about those cool mm-hmm. yes, your glory. Yes, see, see, I'm going to tell you all this. Mm-hmm. You know, people say, oh, she got such a glow on her. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's because I've been eating tomatoes. I've been doing cucumber. Face mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. no, that's nice. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. yeah. But when the glory of God on you, you just glow. Speaks of what uh-huh. you doing? Amen. Right. You going? Mm-hmm. You, you, you might be sixty, and people say, "That ain't you. You don't look like her." No, that's it's the glory right. of God. That's right. Mm. Amen. That's right. And Lord, some of y'all that got black wings on your eyes, God gonna remove them. Amen. Yes, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Lord. And, Lord, we love you, and we thank you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Lord. Anybody want to give your life to the Lord or rededicate your life to the Lord, it's important that you do that. Tomorrow it's not promised to you. Next week it's not promised to you. But give your life to the Lord. Everybody want to give your life to the Lord or rededicate your life to the Lord. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I need you. I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you for dying on the cross. For my sins. For my sins. I open the door. I open the door. Of my life. And receive you as Lord and Savior. Thank you for forgiving my sins. Thank you for forgiving my sins. And give me eternal life. Take control of the throne of my life. Make me the kind of person you want me to be. You want me to be. Pibadu. Yes, Lord, thank you. If everybody see the Lord in heaven is rejoicing. Yes. And also, yeah. and, uh, I, I encourage everybody that gave your life to the Lord, rededicate your life to the Lord. I encourage you, how, yes, Lord, to read your Bible and start from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I encourage you to um, go to a local church in your area. I encourage you to pray, which is talking to God. I also yeah. encourage you to um, attend Bible study, attend prayer. Yes. Church, yeah. Amen. I want to thank God for everybody that's on the line. Um, do anyone have any comments or prayer requests before we come to a close? 